Hello and welcome to Bury the Lead. I'm one of your co-hosts, Winnipeg Free Press columnist Jen Zerati. And I'm your other co-host, Winnipeg Free Press multimedia producer Aaron Labar. And guess what? It's our one year anniversary! Our one year of potting! Bury the Lead turns one today. I can't believe it. I know, it's flown by. It really has. Yeah, once a week for... I get, year. I, Episode 52. Does that mean we only took two weeks off? I think so. That seems insane to me. And it seems like we're not really doing seasons. We're just going to, we're just going to keep on going. Yeah. And so it's just going to be like yeah. episode one day we'll have like a 300th episode and it'll be crazy. Someday soon. Apparently <laughs> the rate we're going. Clipping along. Yeah. Uh, what are we talking about today? Uh, we are going to be introducing a new segment today. Two new segments. Two today. new segments today. Well, the first of which uh, we have drinks and books editor Ben McPhee Sigurdsson. Uh, we did a pre-recorded segment with him. We're going to start doing a once a month budget wine of the month uh, segment. So he uh, picked a wine that is under $15, including tax. That doesn't suck. That doesn't suck. So once a month, he's going to come on the pod and talk about that. And the first one is today. Awesome. We're also going to be debuting Aaron. Aaron has wanted to be an advice columnist. <laughs> it's like true. It's, That's her dream. It's true. So we have opened up our Bury the Lead email address to get questions from you fine listeners yeah. that she will answer. I'm in, so pumped. In a new advice on the fly. So we re- I'll read the questions to her. She hasn't seen them before so that she can answer on the fly. Yeah. And what's it called? Um, unnamed still at this point, but I we were talking shape up or ship yeah, out. shape up or ship out. I feel I like it could one. be like, go with your gut. That could also be a good one because yes. that's basically my advice to everyone. <laughs> go with your, go gut. with your gut. It's fine. Unless your gut is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> and then what else? There's one other thing we're talking about today too. Um, we're also going to be talking, well, we're going to reflect on the year that was. Yes. Um, we're also going to be talking about Canada's diversity gardens at a Cinnabon park, which I've talked about a little bit before on the podcast. Cause I did that year long series of a Cinnamon Park stories. Mm-hmm. Um, but the conservatory, which has long been kind of a little wintertime refuge for Winnipeggers because it's warm in there, uh, closed. So it was recently the final weekend. So we're going to be talking about that and also the, uh, I guess, decrease of free amenities in the city. And listen to the end because there's a giveaway. Woo! Speaking of free amenities, giveaway. your week this week Jen my week is pretty good because it was only two days long oh yeah you were off <laughs> you had a nice little break <laughs> I did I had some orphan vacation days so I took them Monday Tuesday Wednesday except I did that thing which I think a lot of people do which is I had very good intentions to finish this big honking feature I was working mm-hmm. on beforehand and then I didn't and then I kind of thought about it for all those days yeah it kind of looms over yeah your and I also vacation. I always say I'm not checking my email in my out of office email but LOL. I'm checking. Me. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> because then you come back to work with too many emails. Right. And there's actually a good chance that you will have missed something really important. Exactly. So, it's stressful. Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah. But my week was good. I started rewatching everyone's favorite spring break rewatch, Sex and the City. Of course. As Some, you do. <laughs> and it, that turns 20 this year, which really? I just realized. Yes. Wow. It, it debuted in 1998 wow. on HBO. Some of it is aging pretty well. Mm-hmm. And some of it feels super groundbreaking. And some of it is like, why are you the world's most uptight sex columnist, Carrie Bradshaw? <laughs> so so that, that was my week. Pretty, yeah. pretty, pretty leisurely. How about you? Um, well, last weekend was Easter weekend. So there was just mm-hmm. like a buttload of churching happening. <laughs> just a lot of church. Just a lot. Because um, my partner is actually converting to Catholicism of his own accord. Did not ask him to do this. Just put that on the record right now. <laughs> um, so he had his confirmation over the weekend. So not only was it like the obscene amount of church that happens over Easter mm-hmm. was confirmation on top of that. So 
It was a lot. I have questions. Yes. So is he does is confirmation is like a, bu- are a bunch of people confirm confirmed con- conformed, <laughs> confirmed. <laughs> confirmed yes yeah they at had, the same time yeah they had, so it was like him and a bunch of six-year-olds no <laughs> no all of the ones in his class were adults okay so the, i think there was maybe like eight of them in total and then there was a ha- there was a family that was getting baptized as well so it's not like everyone who's up for confirmation gets confirmed at the same time like it's actually i guess age not group. yeah i guess not because i just everyone... had a mental image of him and like a bunch of because how old are you usually when you're confirmed you i was like, i think 14 or 15 okay so not yeah. like super little for yeah some so i, I think was... you're thinking probably first communion that's, that's like what seven of, yes, yeah totally so it's like baptism first communion when you're around seven eight and then right. confirmation and then you do all the other sacraments as you age right. until you get your last rites and then you're dead and then that's the last <laughs> sacrament so you get your bingo card on your way out <laughs> um yeah so that's a lot of uh yeah it was a lot a lot of churching but then he didn't realize is that it's like traditional to kind of get presents from people because when oh. you're a teenager you get like cards with money and all that kind of stuff so my nana and my parents are just like giving him all this money and he's like what is happening i'm like you're a catholic now bud like yeah welcome this is this is your initiation well that's pretty fun yeah i had zero churching as part of easter weekend wow but a lot of chocolate so there you go oh and also kijiji i've been on kijiji constantly yes both as a seller and a buyer (laughs) so what are you what are you selling are you helping your parents sell stuff i am because they're not so great with that aspect of the internet <laughs> so uh, my mom is trying to sell some furniture to make room for new stuff right and she's like can you post these things like totally giving me a price that's unreasonable for any kijiji shopper so i knocked off like 100 bucks right off the top <laughs> so i felt it was a pretty good deal like we were asking 400 bucks for two large couches that are in really good shape but as anyone who's ever tried to sell anything on kijiji knows everyone is going to lowball you to the point of like incessant rage it seems like i haven't done it personally but oh my god it my is husband so has frustrating it seems like a nightmare well yeah and then so we get someone emailing me saying i'll give you 150 bucks i'm like that is not even half of what we're asking <laughs> like, like, and can you deliver it like no go away <laughs> i wish i had the confidence to be like i see that you're clearly asking for this much but i'm yeah. gonna super lowball you and just right and hope we'll like, get uh, some middle ground but no yeah. i and my mom's pretty firm on the price so i've just been saying no to everyone who tries to bid anything less than four hundred dollars but on the selling side i love it because you get such a good deal i got a really good deal on a desk this week was very exciting so has this experience i mean on the buying side on the buying side yeah has this experience made you a better buyer do you feel it's made me a more respectful buyer definitely because um it's like not that re- i was like a huge lowballer to begin with no but, but i think i think it's like working in retail right yes. until you've done it or like being a server until yeah. you've done it so you like know. I tried to get a deal on the desk. She was asking 90 and I was like, would you do 80? <laughs> like just a very <laughs> small decrease to make it worth my time to go pick it up. And she did. So, well, it's like those markets, you know, where it's like you're supposed to haggle a little bit because that is mm-hmm. the respectful thing to do. Like it's a part of like the right. going back and forth. But trying to explain that also to my my parents has not been super successful. She also put up these three tables <laughs> that she asked like seven hundred dollars for. Because oh they're like she's like, well they're rosewood table. I'm like, Mom, nobody wants your stupid tables. Like nobody is gonna buy these tables for seven hundred dollars. There's no way. There's absolutely no way. And she's like, well, just just post it and see what happens. Not one, like not one hit. <laughs> what will happen is nothing. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so I've been trying to like very gently explain that like her old stuff is not as valuable to other people as it is to her. To her. 
Well, and maybe if it's that valuable, she should just, just keep, keep it. it. I know. So, well, we're going to figure it out. We're still navigating the, the Kijiji waters there. So, what should we talk about first? I think we should do the year that was. Okay. The year that was. I'm feeling very retrospective today. I know. Like, reflective. And so, it's interesting because, and I just said off air that I don't listen to our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> which is which is only partially true. I obviously hear it while we're doing it, and then I hear it when we're editing it. But I don't. Um, that is kind of how I go through everything that I do. When in terms of like, I don't mind reading my own writing, but for whatever reason, I can't oh, watch like videos, videos. I'm fronting. Absolutely not. And I can't. It's mortifying. Really it's listen really to myself. Well, yeah, because it's just I listen to this when I post it to make yes. sure that there's no glitches. So I have literally listened to every episode probably more than more than once. I think it's pretty good. I also think it's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we've gotten really good feedback. So that's where we should start. Yeah. I think is thanking our listeners yeah. who have tuned in some very faithfully, like some yes. weekly. I've heard like good things from people that like I don't even... I'm not even friends with yeah. them. Don't pay to say that. You yeah. Know? <laughs> Whenever I have a stranger mention it or I know. bring it up, I'm like, are we famous now? <laughs> the best thing that ever happened to me is I posted a photo of Samson on Instagram. Yes. And someone asked me that I didn't know, asked me if it was butt dog. And oh, I was like, oh my God. You listen to the podcast. So, yeah. so thank you all of you yeah. who, who tune in. Yes. Um, but yeah, it's interesting because I was never, you listen to podcasts. Podcasts are part of your media diet. Yeah. They're kind of new for me. Like I don't, Mm -hmm. I enjoy them when I listen to them, but I don't think of, I don't think of them all the time. Right. Right. So I end up having like a bunch in the queue and then I'm like, oh, this is overwhelming. It's like when my PVR gets too full, it's like, oh my God. Oh yeah. That definitely does happen. Now it's a to-do list. My God. But I really have fallen in love with this format. Yeah. It's fun. It is fun. And I think it's just a little bit of a different way to exercise a different muscle than writing all the time. Well, yeah. It allows us to cover things quick, more quickly and in a very different way than we would for print. In a conversational so. way. Yeah. Um, and we get to eat a lot of really good stuff. <laughs> we do. The good or gross <laughs> segment is probably one of my favorites. Yes. And I've also really taken a shine to pop cultural blind spots. That's also been one too. of my favorites. And I'm very excited for this new advice segment. I feel like it's going to be number one for me yes so the we have new things on the horizon yes we're gonna try to incorporate more voices from the newsroom yes more interviews yes more guests more guests so lots of exciting things to come and if there's anything that you want us to do or that yes. you're interested in hearing um you can email us at bury the lead at winnipegprepress.com we're always looking for suggestions opinions only nice ones though yeah if you have bad things to say we don't want to hear it we don't care <laughs> <laughs> um we we're also contemplating and this is something that you can hit us up at the Braille lead address to talk about is potentially changing the day back to friday yes we've had some feedback that monday is not a good day thought was going to be better is in fact not is not so let us know if you were team friday or team monday and then we may go back to what we did because you know sometimes you try a thing and it doesn't work and then life and it doesn't work and then you go back you go whoops we're gonna go back yeah i mean there's no rules you can't see but we're both shrugging and putting our hands in the air (laughs) whoops real shrug emoji happening over here yeah so yeah the pod um moving on yeah let's talk about i want to talk about the conservatory well, yeah, you were like a Cinnaboyne Park <laughs> queen last year doing a story I know. A month. So I did you, a story you month. should know everything about it. I know so many things about it. And <laughs> one of the things is that and it was one of those situations where it was like, does no one read my articles? <laughs> because, <laughs> I hate that feeling. It's terrible. <laughs> because there's so many people that were like, what? 
the conservatory is closing. I'm like, oh, <laughs> I wrote about this months ago, Come guys. On. I feel like I write about this every day. <laughs> but yes, the conservatory was closing and did close. It was old. It had kind of, it was really worn out. Yeah. And there were a few criticisms of that, which I think are completely valid. Mm-hmm. One is the fact that you can't relocate trees, right? So that did make me very sad. Yeah. That they had to, so to I, I think there are trees. Yeah. Totally. I think there is a bit of a mourning process for that as well. Mm-hmm. And I appreciate how difficult that is because it's like, <laughs> like <laughs> sorry to continue. It gave me the giggles. Yeah. Um, so yeah, like, so that is unfortunate and i think that uh do we need to stop for no a no it's okay okay go ahead <laughs> um you're lucky because when i have the hiccups i have them no it's gone i can feel it I'm like gone. the guy from the simpsons have them forever um so i think that i've totally lost my train of thought it's coming trees. back around trees. trees trees so yeah that sucks that you can't relocate them and also i think and as we've talked about many times before it is kind of the winnipeg mo to kind of feel a lot of nostalgia right. for places for stuff that you probably haven't even been to in a decade or more yes i honestly i have not been the, to the conservatory since i was a teenager i used to go with my mom for, mm-hmm. just for walks and yeah. stuff but i cannot i could not tell you the last time i've been there and then there's lots of people who were there like every weekend in the winter because mm-hmm. again it's tropical it's right space. it's, it's yeah. a place that's warm yeah and, um, honestly i never really thought to do that and now i'm really regretting not doing that yeah it was kind of like a little <laughs> little hot vacation in the yeah. middle of snowman park so what is replacing it is Canada's Diversity Gardens, which is a huge million dollar, like multi-million dollar project yes. that um, will have a few different sections. So it's not just like a new conservatory. It's got a few like outdoor gardens, indoor spaces. It looks very cool. There will probably be some kind of admission for it. Right. Which is different, right? Because the conservatory was was free. Mm-hmm. And so um, our colleague Dan Lett had a column last week about kind of how there's fewer and fewer sort of free city amenities yes now that admission has kind of become the mo the the, norm the norm Norm. right so yeah i was thinking about that because i'm kind of 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 mixed minds about it i am also of mixed minds because i love free things oh my god me too i mean i think that's just ingrained into our souls absolutely so whenever there's a museum that's free or like pay what you want or there's a free event like the movies on memorial or anything like that i'm like sign me up i'm in i'm on a budget this is great well, and I think in the summer, they do, the city does a good job at having stuff for free like yes, that. Where absolutely. You can go do yoga in the park or you can go to the movies on Memorial or like all those many examples. But I think in the winter, it's hard. Like other than skating. It is hard. Yeah. It's kind of, it's tough, right? Especially for a place that seems like a refuge. But I also understand that it costs money to maintain To all these rent places. things. Yeah, it does. And... To borrow a line from Carrie Bradshaw, I can't help but wonder if the conservatory had ch- charged admission, if they would have been able to, to maintain, maintain that building. the building. Yeah, I you mean, know? there is that. So. But then how do those all those other museums function just on a pay-what-you-want model? Like, yeah. I mean, I mean, and there's also, like, funding structures and stuff that... I would be okay if it was a pay-what-you-want situation. Yeah, I think that would be... I throw a toonie in too. the bin or whatever. Yeah, totally. Because yeah. uh, there are a lot of public spaces like museums and art galleries all over the world that do not charge any kind of admission. Mm-hmm. I don't know what their funding structure is like. Like, I don't know where their operation costs come from, but yeah, it's kind of, it did make me kind of pause and be like, huh, oh, what is there to do? That's like legitimately free anymore. I don't know. I know. Go for a walk. Go for a walk <laughs> just outside. That's free. <laughs> That's free. <laughs> um, 
this isn't free because there's no free wine but no, there is unless you work with ben and then we get free wine all the time. that's true he gets free wine <laughs> he gets free wine all the time but we did mm-hmm. want to we want to include more people from the newsroom as we mentioned in yeah. the podcast there are so many people that have such a breadth of expertise that we want to share that information with you in a more casual setting as opposed to have it like all these stories in the paper. Totally. So, But also read those stories too. Read those stories too. <laughs> um, so Ben does have a column. On Saturdays. On Saturdays. Called Uncorked. Yes. Where he, you can learn all kinds of things about wine. And then he also does a video series called Spit Take where he'll try different wines that he's been given to sample and he'll tell you about all the, the tasting notes and and all those things. I don't know anything about wine. So, you know, tannins. <laughs> I don't know. Just throwing out wine words. But fun fact I created the name of that video. That, well, that was my that. idea. So I'm tangentially a part of this. <laughs> you you are good at that. I'm, I'm, I'm okay at headlines. Yeah, I can yeah. do headlines. Um, so we have invited him, as we mentioned at the top of the podcast, to do a monthly segment about yeah. budget wine. Because we're all on a budget. Exactly. But we also don't want to have to drink garbage wine all the time. Yeah. Like budget wine that is not swill. Right. And now here's our new segment, Budget Wine of the Month Club with Ben McPhee Sigurdsson. Ben's going to be our guest hopefully once a month. And he has been tasked with picking a wine $15 or under. Mm-hmm. Um, what's our first one, Ben? Well, uh, I figured since it was your one year anniversary or whatever, I would pick a bubbly. So I uh, picked the De Bordoli DB. You said under 15, including taxes. Yeah. So yes. You know, it's it's. A little bit restrictive, but I found the DB Family Selection Sparkling. It's uh, from Australia, made by De Bordoli, uh, or De Bordoli, as people say, who don't pretend to have Australian accents. <laughs> um, and um, it's a blend of Chardonnay and Pinot Noir, and it's made in the Charmat method, which means it's not, the secondary fermentation doesn't happen in the bottle, it happens in a big uh, pressurized stainless steel tank. That's just a less expensive way to make a bubbly. Uh, okay. The cheapest being like CO2 injection, right? Like 7-Up or something like that. <laughs> right. This is not 7-Up. Although it might be able to work with 7-Up. I don't know. Um, it's eleven ninety nine, and it's available nice. at, at Liquor Marts. Good that job. Price yeah. point I like. Good. Yeah. Well done. Yeah. Good job. Yeah. And uh, it's been a while since I've had it, but uh, I remember it being pretty good. Yeah. I said it's a blend of Chardonnay and Pinot Noir, right? You did. Okay. Those are the typical grapes used in the Champagne region of France. These obviously come from Australia, and uh, which is very far away from France, if you didn't know that. And learn something new every day. I'm I know, right? so much in this segment. Uh, already. And uh, it should be, well, we can just open it. Sorry, I'm pointing it at you sort of strangely, but I do have my thumb over the top. It's 11% alcohol, so it'll be mainly dry, I would imagine, but we can theorize all we want about it. But sure. Why okay. would we do that when we're here to tr- taste it? So, yeah. Uh, I already took the foil off, and uh, then there's, t- well, no, then there's this, this wire um, cage. Ba- cage, thank you. And uh, fun fact, I think I mentioned this on one of my videos, the spit take, which are on the Free Press website, um, that uh, you can, you know, shameless, that uh, party party uh, talk, you can, it, it takes six twists to uh, to open the wire cage, always. Oh. One, two, oh. three, four, five, six. Is there any reason for that? No idea. Oh, okay. Just my, just useless information. So I'll take it off now. And well, I'm uh, a trivia lover. Six twists. So I'm like, going to lock that yeah, in my toss noggin it up. for later. And, uh, <laughs> all right, it's fine. It's fine. I'm a professional. I got this. We're both flinching. I so got hard. this. I got this. <laughs> Ooh, that was a good go. one. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. A little bit of. Uh, so we'll just throw that over here. And uh, <laughs> I wanted to make sure it made a sound effect. Um, the first one will probably be a little bit. Well, I'll serve you guys first. The first one's always sort of squeaky chair. Uh, the first one's always <laughs> a little fizzy, overly fizzy. So there we go. Uh, Pass. Thanks. I'm already like. 
quietly burping. So this is fun. Yes. <laughs> and, and it gives me a chance to use my glassware, which is always sitting at my desk. I'm Yay. the only one here with proper that stemware. Nice. Yes, we're in the office right now, which That's is right. not usually where we're drinking in the back corner yeah. of the yeah, office. Yeah, we don't usually record <laughs> bright the lead at the office. <laughs> smells really nice. This smells nice. Very yeah. fresh and crisp. Yeah. Totally. I'm going to pretend like I know things about wine. You want me to say some, some things? Yeah, like, yeah, say some things. Like drop some words? Yeah, drop some, okay. yeah. Drop some wine knowledge. Uh, well, I've been to... Have I been to Deportley before? I have been to Deportley when I went to Australia in 2011. Um, this is like their their entry-level stuff, and then they've got like a, a variety of different ranges. Oh, nice. Very nice. <laughs> I just drank it. That's fine. That's fine. Um, oh, that's good. Yeah, it's... I mean, for 11.99. Gee, yeah. It, yeah. It's very crisp. It's nice and dry. <laughs> yeah, it's good. It's see to me, it's got a little hint of sweetness, but it's sort of counterbalanced by like it's got some good acidity too. Yeah, like it's a got some like sort of tart yeah, lemon, and green apple flavors, apple, uh, a little bit yes, of peach. Apple. I like an apple forward wine. Yeah, I like a grapefruit forward yeah. wine best. But yeah, what I is your favorite? Like what when you buy wine? What is your favorite grape variety? Um, you, or what's that blend? white one that you like? Um, well, yeah, New Zealand Sauvignon Blancs mm-hmm. are my mm-hmm. are my go to. So like your okay. Whitehaven, your Stone Leaves, yeah. so not quite in the parameters yeah. of this yeah. segment. Yeah, same but, yeah. hemisphere. But same hemisphere. Yeah. Um, and then Pinot Noir usually for for red. For red. Okay. Yeah. 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 New Zealand also has some good Pinot. I'll drink whatever is given to me. That's the spirit. So, you know. Oh, we should have done a cheers. We well, we can do it now. Yeah. We can do cheers, cheers. now. Cheers. Happy there first birthday. Happy first anniversary birthday podcast. Anniversary. And Ben will be back next month, hopefully. With yeah, a new pick. absolutely. Yeah. I just, I'm just going to stay in this room. I'm just going to. Wait for us to come yeah, back. <laughs> day after day, opening wines, tasting them. <laughs> Not doing any work. <laughs> done. This is good. I like this. All right, are you ready? I'm so excited, but also really nervous. <laughs> so this is going to be the second new thing we debut yeah. on awesome. the awesome. birthday pod. Yes. Um, we have no treats right now. I know. <laughs> I mean, we did have treats with Ben. That's true. But like, sorry. sorry. <laughs> I feel like I should have bought you a cupcake. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay. What's, okay. What's so the first? Aaron is going to give on the fly advice and i should warn people like i am not one to sugarcoat things i'm very blunt and like i will tell you what you need to do exactly so if if you're gonna write in be prepared for some some real talk some yeah some tough love (laughs) some tough love shape up or ship no coddling tough love with aaron yeah maybe that's what it should be called tough love okay let's think about that okay i have two questions for you okay the first one yes dear bury the lead my sister has an adorable baby boy. Mm-hmm. I love my nephew, but I don't love how often my sister posts photos of him on social media. For one, I'm concerned about how open her social media is. But two, it's just a lot. Thousands of photos. Like he's not even two and he has a bigger internet footprint than I do. How do I approach this with her? Do I approach this with her? I don't want to seem like I'm boycotting my nephew. Help. Okay. That's a good question. I feel like that's, that's <laughs> yeah. relevant like to, to a lot of people's lives. A lot lives. of people, especially in this current climate of post everything all the time forever. Totally. And okay. if your baby is objectively cute, I I mean, I even if it. there are ugly babies, people post pictures of them all the time. So <laughs> it doesn't really matter. <laughs> I post a lot of photos of my dog, so I understand. I, right. So uh, this is something I have obviously encountered in, in my life in numerous stages. 
Um, with a sister and, or a family member, I feel like it's a little bit easier to be a bit more brash about it. Mm-hmm. So if it's your sister and you're close to her, I don't think there's anything wrong with you sending her a text or calling her and saying, look, like this is getting a little out of control. Can you keep it to like two a day instead of 10 a day? You know, like I don't think there's anything wrong with with having that conversation because sometimes new parents are in that bubble and they because they love their kids so much and they Mm want to see their kids so much. They just want to share all of that with everyone. It's also an isolating time. Right. And so I don't think it's even sometimes they're not even aware how much they're posting. And I think if you can just draw that to their attention in a very like. In a loving way. In a loving way. Not like, hey, jackass, stop posting pictures of your kid. <laughs> but like in a loving way. If it's a sister-in-law or a friend or someone who maybe you're not as close with, I think it's a situation where you're just going to have to deal with it. Like just not bother. And maybe just don't go on Instagram as much. I mean, the option is there is the option to unfollow them, but that's pretty drastic because you do probably want to see some stuff. But I think in, if it's someone you're not as close with, you just have to deal with it or unfollow them. Good advice. Yeah. Good I, job. Okay, next one. Are you ready? ready? For I'm like, all, I feel the adrenaline run, rushing through my veins. <laughs> Dear Aaron, oh, this is to you specifically. Not okay. To break the lead in general. Okay. Um, <laughs> I have a friend who constantly bails on me constantly. Mm. Sometimes she takes hours to respond to a text message. Other times she'll just not show up. Whoa. <laughs> That's harsh. Sorry. I'm editorializing. A lot. <laughs> That's harsh. Yeah. <laughs> I know she has a lot going on in her life, which makes the subject tricky to approach, but it's starting to affect our friendship in a negative way. Any advice? Much advice. Um, the first thing you need to do is have a conversation with this person. And again, be very direct about it. If you're, you're both grownups, I assume. And yes, no age given, but I assume also, (laughs) you know, um, and your time is just as valuable as her time. And, uh, you know, that could be a circumstance again, where they, I don't know how, but for some reason would not realize that they are putting you out this much, that they're offending you this much. If the, if this continues after having a conversation, you got to cut that friend. It's just not worth your time. Um, I am a punctual person. I being late for things makes me not only like offended, but like upset and angry. So I have very little tolerance for that. And we've discussed this on the pod before that like I have had a few friends that are not just like a little bit late. I usually give like a 15 minute window before I start getting annoyed, (laughs) but they're like hours late for things. And I have had to, I pulled one of them aside and said, look, like this cannot happen again. This is disrespectful. It's a waste of our time get your shit together, you know? Um, so yeah, have the discussion. If things don't change, snippy snip. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like you're recommending a vasectomy. No, snip snip (laughs) from the friend circle. Your, your time is important. Your time is valuable. Like why, why waste it on someone who obviously doesn't care? I, I can't remember if this was in good advice. Good job. Um, supportive co-podcaster. <laughs> <laughs> I have nothing to add. I think you're completely right. But I had, um, I forget where I saw this. It must have been like someone else's advice column or like somewhere. But someone was like, I think asking for help because uh, they were the person who was chronically bailing and late for everything. Mm-hmm. And the person who I believe was like a psychologist said, have you ever missed a flight? Yeah. And the person was like, no. And she's like, okay, well, see, it is So possible. you can be on so time. you can You're be on time. You're choosing not You're to be. actively choosing not to. And I was like, oh. And the thing is, like, I remember getting ready with one of my friends who was is late for everything. And we were supposed to be somewhere in five minutes. And I'm, like, in an anxiety mode because, like, I hate being late. 
she's like oh i gotta call my mom oh i gotta do that like no you do not have to do this now like if you needed to do it you should have done it an hour ago we're leaving so it's like it's like just poor time management is all it is and drives me up the wall so you know value your time value your own time may i also submit get your shit together as a possible thing (laughs) yeah maybe that would be a good title (laughs) get your shit together with bird lead so before we depart on this episode yes we do have a giveaway we have a giveaway to all of our lovely fans um we have some comedy fest tickets to give away for the dirty show which is happening on saturday april 14th at 10 o'clock it's a late one um at the met so if you are interested in these tickets, I believe we have four tickets, actually, which is awesome. Um, you can send an email to our Bury the Lead at WinnipegFreePress.com and just mention the tickets in the subject or in the body. And we will pick a winner on Wednesday. I don't know what the date of Wednesday is. <laughs> I think it's the 11th. You are correct. So Wednesday, April 11th, we'll pick a winner and we'll reach out to them. I mean, people seem to be frightened about emailing us, so there's a good chance you'll win <laughs> if you send an email. So let that be good motivation for we you. We get few emails. We want more emails. We want more emails. It's fun for us. It is. Fun so anyway, for us. enter, send us an email, and we'll get you the tickets. What uh, What else is going on? What are you working on? Um, next week, the illusionists are coming to town, and you know how much I love magic. You really do love magic. I do. It's this weird because I'm so pragmatic and so, but like for whatever reason, I love magic. So that's fun. So that's fun. They're, it's a Broadway production, like the same cast as the Broadway cast uh, in New York. And they're coming just for one night next week. Uh, and then a podcast is coming the f- on Saturday. Welcome to Night Vale. It's like one of the most popular podcasts in the world right now, actually. Cool. It's a very like weird kind of sci-fi thing. I don't, it's hard to explain. Google it. But they're coming. <laughs> they're coming. And I interviewed one of the... Uh, the, or read your piece. Or, yeah, I'll read my piece that will be in the pe- paper on Saturday. So I interviewed one of the actors for that. I had a... I'm just going to talk about me now. If that's that's fine. Okay. You're done. <laughs> I approve. <laughs> you go ahead. Um, I had a piece that I've been working on for a long time that is finally out into the world. I mean, you can share it because you're yes, not sure someone's going <laughs> to scoop you. Not that I think anyone would because this is possibly one of those subjects that's like very niche. super niche and nerdy. Yeah. But I wanted to do a deep dive on how your favorite band comes to Winnipeg because that or why is, they don't and, and why they don't. Because that is a question that Kevin Donnelly at True North Sports and Entertainment gets all the time. Mm-hmm. And so I thought, okay, well, let's attempt to answer this question. And it was so interesting. I learned so much, even though I covered music for years. And oh, I yeah. No, there's a lot of new information there. Yeah. For sure. I hadn't really considered all the ins and outs. So that just ran on Saturday. Yeah. It's a long one. Really good, though. It's it's a it's a it's a get a cup of something and enjoy it. Um, and speaking of music, we also have we'll have a guest Next week, Next yes. Week. Uh, singer-songwriter Lindy Ortega is going to be in town. Who I love. Yeah, we both love Lindy, and she is um, playing the West End, I believe, on the weekend. So we're going to sit down with her and do the whole pod with her. She recently wrote a uh, Lenny letter about suffering from body dysmorphic disorder. So uh, we're probably going to talk about that, talk about her new record. Really, really excited to have her. Yes. So that'll be next week's segment. Mm-hmm. And as always, you can follow everything we're doing at winnipegfreepress.com. You can also follow us on social media. I'm at Jen Zaratti on Instagram and Twitter. And I'm at Nyrebel on Instagram and Twitter. And reminder, you can always reach us at the email, bury the lead at winnipegfreepress.com. If you need advice, email us. If you at want that, tickets. If you want tickets. We may have other free stuff just sitting on our desk. Just try us. If you want to tell us that the music is too loud, which we know we're working on it, <laughs> feel free to do that. Also, yeah. anything you want to say, yeah. tell us. And we'll see you next week.